Good morning. I'll call the study session of October 3rd to order. We will have the Pledge of Allegiance. Who are we going to do? Somebody from the, how about it's a deli. Would you lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance? Mrs. Deli. Mrs. Deli. No, just there. To the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you all. Clerk will take roll call, please. Councilmember Hanson. Present. Councilmember Mullaney. Here. Councilmember Peabody. Here. Mayor Pro Tem Mertens. Present. Mayor Roach. Here. Next we will have approval of the final agenda. Are there any corrections or additions? Seeing none, by acclamation we will approve those unanimously. Next, public comments. Public comments are allowed for all persons wishing to address the City Council, and they should fill out a blue comment request form in advance and hand it to the City Clerk. At the appropriate time, please come forward to the podium. Why am I reading this? This is a study session on one item, and you can't speak on anything else, I don't think. Sorry. Taking time here. Number four, general business. Advertising in the City Newsletter. Nancy Samuelson. Yay, okay, let's do this. Good morning, Mayor and Council. As directed at the September 12th Council meeting, staff today is bringing back to this study session to continue discussions regarding allowing paid advertising in the City Newsletter and to receive policy direction from you, the City Council, on allowing this paid advertising. And if we do allow it, what policies should staff adhere to in terms of content that we have usually deemed informative to our residents? Staff broke out the discussion today into four major points. Of course, we anticipate within these four points are many nuances and discussions. The first potential discussion is the goal of cost reduction in the newsletter. The second and third is allowable promotions, either general or by our strategic revenue generating partners. And the last point is to review the attached policy and procedure guidelines and approve if you so choose today. The first discussion is in regards to the goals of reducing the cost of the newsletter. With a better understanding of those goals, this will assist staff in reducing costs while maintaining the quality of the publication. If you were to approve today accepting paid advertising, before you are four options for reducing the cost of the newsletter. These are just estimated cost reductions until the program can be agreed upon. Then staff can build out the entire program and know exactly what the costs are going to be. These estimated reductions are based on 100% sales of all available advertising space and the rates previously presented to City Council. If you were to approve paid advertising, staff would recommend option three. Which is, where's my little clicker? The third one down. There. I can't do it, but the third one down. 
Let's see. If you were to, let's see, uh, the eight-page, this would recommend by staff. It would be an eight-page during season and a forge-page during off-season to include a four-page insert um, that would look like advertising. We would make it look different. It would be on different paper. We would say, you know, paid advertising, kind of like they do in, in um, magazines when you come across something that looks like that. This gives staff the most flexibility in terms of relevant content that may or may not be available. For example, I had two business stories last May that ended up needing to be pulled at the last minute. With this option, I can generate the content that is relevant and be able to make a determination at that point regarding an eight-page or four-page newsletter. The second and third point is non-paid promotions in the city newsletter or promotions advertising by our strategic revenue-generating partners. This, I assume, council will spend time vetting today. And I just put a few directions. This is non-paid promotions by some of the people we discussed. Uh, this is also advertising by our revenue-generating partners. I know everyone has, a lot of people have looked through this and, and, um, and analyzed what's, what uh, is currently in the newsletter. This is our tennis, tennis garden partner. Uh, obviously, they were on the front cover. Uh, with their expansion, but we also promote free resident tickets um, as well as the IW Club. Um, many of these promotions, we believe, extends our brand and offers things to do here so that more people want to continue to invest in moving to any wells, either full or part-time. When producing the newsletter, the thought to our brand is always essential. I tend to try and produce it as not just information to our residents, but as a monthly sales or tourism piece for any visitors that are staying in and around Indian Wells. When someone is visiting Indian Wells or at one of the residents' home or potentially searching for a new property, they might pick up a newsletter and see everything that is happening around town and excited at the prospect of spending more time here or even investing in a home. The fourth item is the policy and procedures guidelines that was uh, inadvertently left out of the last staff report at September 12th, and I know uh, hopefully you've had a chance to review. And um, the, that's looking for if, if uh, advertising is approved today, um, the details of those policies and procedures, if that's acceptable to council. So sort of that's it in a nutshell. We're back to our first point, or however council would like to discuss um, the directions on goal of reducing costs, and I'm available for questions. Okay. Um, before we go into questions for council, um, can I ask for a ruling by our city attorney? I've had some um, questions about Thai Peabody's um, status in um, discussing and uh, voting on this. I'd so. like to speak to that. I am not going to get into the discussions of anything okay. that's done for the village. I'm going to get involved in the policy itself for the city. So I am reclusing myself for anything that the council would do for the village. I won't recluse myself from the discussion of the advertising in general. All right. And my understanding is so that the public is aware, and I think all five council members are aware of the facts. The, the facts, I think, are, but I'm merely guessing. I haven't uh, uh, tried to ascertain all of the facts before your question. Okay. Uh, there, uh, 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 council Member Peabody uh, uh, 
may not have an interest in a certain restaurant, but I believe uh, the council member's wife owns a restaurant, Don Diego's mm -hmm. in the village. Uh, it's a shopping center on the north, uh, on the southwest corner of um, Highway 111 and Cook, I believe. Uh, you do not have an interest in the restaurant, so therefore under the Political Reform Act, Council Member Peabody is not prohibited from participating in any decision-making on this question. Furthermore, even if Council Member Peabody had such an interest, in my opinion, the public generally exception applies. It's a doctrine under the Political Reform Act, the Government Code, Section 82,000 at SEC, that says if more than 10% of uh, a similar category are similarly affected by any matter before the City Council, the person who might be within that category can participate in decision making because that person is affected no differently from the public in general, more than 10%. And in my opinion, the matter before you today applies to a policy that would govern paid advertising by all commercial ventures, all restaurants, uh, any category that we might think of that might uh, apply to Council Member Peabody, even if he owned an interest in the restaurant, would still allow him, under the public generally exception of the Political Reform Act and the regulations promulgated by the Fair Political Practices Commission, would allow him to participate. And that's my advice Thank and opinion. Okay. And I will not be involved in the voting on anything that's done to the benefit of the shopping center today. That's not my intention. Perfect. Thank you. Mr. Moline. Well, from what you've said, uh, the limitations that council member uh, is putting on himself uh, are not necessary and, and would be, he, he should be open to participate in all aspects. He, he, in my opinion, can participate in all aspects of the matter presented to you today. I do know of nothing specific with any focus having to do with the Village Shopping Center alone, and that's why I say that. On the other hand, if there were something like that, then I would have to reconsider the facts and provide advice to Council Member Peabody about whether he could participate or not. The only other thing I can add is a council member, any council member, always has the option, uh, if they feel it appropriate or necessary, to uh, not participate in a certain decision if they feel there's an appearance of a conflict or things like that. But that goes beyond what the law requires. And that's uh, all I need to say about that. It's not required. So uh, Council Member Peabody, based on my knowledge of the matter brought forward today, may participate fully in this matter brought forward today. Thank you. But I'll, I'll keep an eye out. If something happens <laughs> where uh, we begin to get into particulars, I'll advise Council Member Peabody. I appreciate that because uh, there have been questions and it was important to, um, to address that before we move on. All right, now t back to Nancy. Uh, questions of staff. Um, since I was the one that sort of brought all this up in the first place, and, and, and my objective in doing it initially was that we need more income in the city, even though 
we've made some big improvements on the IW, we still have a shortage of, of cash through the capital expense categories. So we have to look for every single nickel and dime we can find, and this was an opportunity that I personally saw as an opportunity to raise some additional capital. The other, as I got into it and looked at it, uh, anybody wants a copy, these are copies of what I consider ads that have run since January of this year, and they equate, according to Nancy's schedule of a full page, half page, to approximately $60,000 of lost income to the city. And considering that we need capital, considering that the businesses in this general area of Indian Wells need business, and they've all suffered greatly this summer, I had proposed, and I think Nancy, you did a great job on this, in, in putting this together. It's well thought out. And, and, and I see it as one of three things. I see either, because a lot of the businesses in this community have been very, very unfairly treated. There was prejudice to certain businesses to the detriment of other businesses, and, and, and we need to be fair to all businesses, and we need to treat all businesses equally. So when I looked at it, I feel there are, there are only three choices for us. One is to allow no advertising, period, to, to anybody, which I think would be a, a very big mistake because we can use the income and, and the businesses can use the additional revenue. The other choice is that we could restrict it under your number three to just business, our local businesses doing it or open it up to other businesses through your policy guidelines. All of them I would recommend be an insert versus attached to the actual bulletin itself. But to be able to get 86% coverage. Now, a couple of the residents have brought up what about the email side and all of that advertising. I would suggest we table that to a future meeting, either the 7th of November or the one after that, because I, the, the, the real intention today was to discuss the bulletin. And I know that there are concerns, well, what about the other pieces, the emails, the, the blasts? And I would suggest we table that and just focus on the bulletin for today and bring that back to the council because I really don't know what is done in that segment of communication and I don't know what the opportunity is to raise additional revenue. And I'm sure there probably is, but I don't know what it is today and I'm not sure the council knows what it is today. So my recommendation would be is that we go with your number three, that we allow anybody to advertise in it under the guidelines that, that, that you've provided. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Um, this is open to the rest of the council. Mr. Mullaney. I have somewhat of a different recollection of how this got started. Um, and a lot of what Mr. Peabody said holds true as to the start part of this. But I, I think basic to the starting of this was uh, a perceived inequity uh, between what was appearing in our city newsletters uh, and how it might have come in contact or conflict uh, with some of the business establishments. Uh, and then I, th I think, and I'm going to, you know, 
assume uh, a motivation uh, to give this position credibility uh, was taken on that it would create revenue for the city. Well, that's an assumption that, quite honestly, uh, I'd like to challenge. Uh, I think it is a, an extremely foolish move for this city or any city to basically put a burden on businesses that are operating here to come up with additional funds to advertise within our newsletter. Uh, it, it, it is a pressure, of course, that would be their choice to or not to. My recommendation is, is take off the table the revenue-inducing uh, thought in the policy-making, uh, and if, in fact, we see that there is an inequity in what's appearing in our newsletters, then we go to creating an insert, which appeals to me very much, that gives access to the local businesses free of cost because that's helping the city. There's tax monies that are being made. So don't penalize the merchants in both directions, you know, by charging them, you know, to advertise in our bulletin uh, so as to satisfy, you know, some of the advertisement in the past. Now, I, I want to uh, also mention something that should be taken into account. There are responsibilities of municipalities. There are responsibilities of various other organizations throughout a city. The Chamber of Commerce normally has a major responsibility in propagandizing the places of business within the cities that they're in. And I would attest to the fact that there's really been a malfunction there. It is not necessarily a municipality responsibility to advertise the businesses within that city. But it is a municipality's responsibility to advertise those money-creating events that we either sponsor, we add our name to, or we've been historically a part of. So in making this policy, uh, I, I think we're, we're grabbing too much and I think what we should do uh, is go to our merchants and say, we, we, we absolutely welcome you here. We want to be a big supporter of everything you're doing. We apologize for the interruption that happened this summer, but you're going to enjoy the benefits thereafter. Uh, and then open up the avenue of an insert so that they can propagandize their business in our newsletter free of charge. And that's how I feel very strongly. Thank you. All right. Mr. Hansen? I will withhold my statement until the proper time to do so. And I don't have any questions at this time uh, for uh, Mrs. Samuelson. Mr. Mertens? Oh, a couple of questions, Nancy. Um, your 86% um, offset, essentially, is predicated on fully selling out the four pages of ads. Is Correct. That right? And there is going to be an increased cost to the production of the newsletter by putting those four pages in it, right? Um, there, if not with the insert, it, there will be an increased cost. Um, if we went with the eight page and the insert, 
um, there will be an increased cost, but it wasn't going to, it won't be as much as if I was going to go to a 12 page newsletter because the paper is a uh, very nice paper and um, takes more uh, cost to do that. Does that answer the question? Well, okay, so you're going to do, you're going to do a eight page. Eight or four. four. Four pages will be news, four pages will be advertising. Uh, the recommendation that I was referring to was an eight-page during season right. and four-page during off-season, um, including the four-page insert. So the newsletter itself would not change dramatically. There would just be an insert that has different paper um, and looks like so they can, you know, pull it out and read it, read it later, read them separately, or, you I, know. I understand that. I think yeah. that's, if we're going to do it, that's the way to go. But when you say eight-page during the season, then you're talking about eight pages of information and news and, and so forth. Correct. So four pages, both sides, plus a, two separate pages, both sides, four-page insert. Is that correct? correct? Uh-huh. Okay. So that will increase the cost of the production of the newsletter. Um, those, that's taking into account for the 86%. Okay. Because by based it on... So, the, so if you only... Okay, but but if, yeah. what I'm getting at is if you only sell 50% or 30% of the ad space, then we're going to see an increase in the cost of the production of the correct. newsletter. Correct. Um, that's all I have to say for now until I make it at the end. All right. Um, I have um, one question. I didn't see in the policy that it's limited to Indian Wells businesses. Yes, we did not put that in the policy as of now. Is that a legal thing that we can do, uh, which was why I wondered why it wasn't there? Yeah, in my opinion, uh, you can do that, either as a limitation or as a preference or priority, either way. So if we really are looking at supporting our businesses within our city, then philosophically and logically it would seem that we would limit it to Indian Wells only. If you're looking at a cost factor, then possibly you would want to open it up. But uh, I, I, t to me, part of this is that we want to support everyone in our city, businesses and residences and everything else. Okay, well, I wanted to know if that was why it was out. Um, Mayor and Council, I can explain why. Uh, we're a charter city, and we have broad discretion in determining what a public purpose is. Here, the public purpose served by limiting such advertising to Indian Wells businesses, or at least as a priority, maybe just limited totally, would be to generate either uh, sales tax revenue for the general fund or transient occupancy tax revenue the general fund by having uh, consumers purchase within Indian Wells. All right. So uh, what you're asking us uh, today in this policy is partly uh, how we're going to give direction on our revenue producing if, if we choose to advertise. That's number one. Then number two is whether our revenue-producing partners uh, that are currently promoted in our newsletter, um, whether they then are exempt from the policy or whether they have to pony up and pay for their ad or, uh, or exempt. I mean, it, that's what it boils down to is, number one, uh, do we advertise, and number two, are those partners uh, in uh, 
and the people and, and the uh, the ones you list in number two, um, whether we promote those. So, really, there are two different discussions here uh, that have to come forward, un unless I'm missing something. That's how I understand it. I, I do understand the article versus advertising. We've we've all had a lot of discussions about that, and I think that um, going moving forward, whatever the decisions, we will have uh, more clarity on that and try to try to. Uh, do that appropriately. Um, the the hotels, obviously, um, the arts festival, um, those are the kind of things that I I need direction whether that you think those are an ad or an article, um, and if they're allowable, I just don't want to put something in uh, if we agree today that was was not allowable. And how uh, how have the hotels responded to um, this? Um item on our agenda? Um, I did not talk to any general managers. I talked to the directors of sales, um, and it was not favorable. Um, many of the reasons they put those in is because residents get discounts, the 20% discount, um, either on spa or, or dining, and um, they love the residents to come to the hotels and use the facilities and bring their guests and have their guests stay. A lot of them get pref uh, preferred uh, benefits, so um, they didn't quite understand. Um, right, was, and so in number four where you list uh, the, uh, our four hotels, the golf resort and the tennis garden, in all instances our residents get discounts. Uh, correct. Yes, and then on what you have in, in number two um, are discounts Events that that provide discounts to our residents. Um, no. Yes, much. or they have their our name in it, um, or we've sponsored it. So, although I don't believe the Indian Wells Art Festival um, gives particular discounts to the residents, it, it is in our city and at the tennis gardens. Um, the Indian Wells Chamber has a lot of events that I know they they do would like to to promote to to the residents, many of which are members. Um, the Indian Wells Theater we did sponsor, and they do have a lovely lineup of, of um, events uh, that we do try to. It's something's in the October newsletter. Uh, their lineup for this year is in the October newsletter. Um, so I don't. Obviously, that that can be defined as advertising, um, but it, it's to me it was always showing events around the city uh, that our residents could choose to participate in or not. And those are like once a once a year type things generally. Yeah, I mean, I tr it depends on the interest, uh, the interest of the event, um, really. Uh, if if it deems that it's that's a, a unique event to the surrounding areas that may they may or may not know about. Um, but I'm I'm looking for direction on, on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other questions? About yeah, that? I think I think we should talk about number two and number three as as part of this because. In, in, in the case of number two, two of them, Desert Town Hall and the Living Desert, we give a significant amount of money to these facilities. So my question to the council is why should we be giving them free advertising when we give them fifty and $60,000 a year? I don't understand that. I don't understand why we would give any free advertising to the Indian Wells Theater, the Indian Wells Art Festival, or the Indian Wells Chamber of Commerce, particularly the first two, because they're no different 
than the retailers sitting in this room. So why should they get free advertising and not pay for it? And again, going to the second page, number three, one of my recommendations is we give the tennis garden two announcements per year free. We give the Indian Wells golfer so that Steve is actually willing to pay for his ads and feels that he should be paying for his ads. Number, the four hotels that we give them two free ads of half a page a year. And then after that, unless it's an, an announcement to the public, they should pay. Why should they be any different than the retailers sitting in this room? So that's my comments on, on two and three. Um, and that's... Do, do we have a contractual relationship with our whole hotels to give the 20% discount? There's no contractual relationship. So that might Excuse be up me. for grabs. The Hyatt. Except for the Hyatt Except Fitness Center. Except for the Hyatt. The Hyatt Fitness there Center. There is a contract with yeah. the Hyatt that, that requires uh, a discount. And, and, I don't believe it's and the, the discount. And the, I think it's uh, just the fitness uh, center. Vision. Call upon the city attorney to ad address the question. Uh, I know of no contract with any other hotel, but the Hyatt is the one where, as I recall, uh, they're not only is an obligation of the Hyatt to make the fitness center available to residents, but there may be a discount mentioned as well. But I'd have to go back and double-check that agreement to be sure. I, I okay. think you'll find that that is it's in there. the case. We, could, we couldn't find the agreements. Okay. Uh, Mayor yes. and Council, one of the things that we had talked briefly about at the last meeting, we'd like you to talk as your conversation unrolls today so that we could figure out some of these definitions. Many of these uses, like the tennis garden, they don't actually come to us for advertising. We go to them for stories. Their brand is bigger than our brand, and so us advertising, or if we're advertising, or telling our residents about what's going on in the tennis uh, pavilion and when tennis tickets are available and those things actually builds our brand. And so part of what we're trying to do is build the Indian Wells brand uh, as well with our newsletter. And so many of these, you know, a lot of our work is built around that campus concept with the hotels, and so we talk about those. So some discussion about how we see the difference between an ad and a an article so we have some clarity because continued articles, um, for instance, you saw, we just mentioned the golf resort, so we have the article uh, announcing the premier uh, banquet facility. So that is an ad or an article. Obviously, we'd want, it seems like we would want to uh, announce that to our residents and take pride in that that new piece exists, but that would also be uh, advertising. If you were the owner of the Hyatt, you'd probably see the, the premier banquet facility at the golf resort is advertising them instead of you. So if you had some discussion just of those parameters, what we can do in terms of article versus advertising so that we continue to build the brand, provided service to our residents so they knew these events were occurring, they knew things were going on, um, because it, it'll be, it's going to be a different, difficult wordsmithing, I think, for you to define how we can talk about the hotel, but not, not be advertising. Mayor, 
I'd like to, to add uh, to that. Uh, that would be no different, uh, I think, than uh, putting a story in the newsletter uh, for, as an example, it's a deli who relocated from one side of the highway. You would want to do that. You would want to let everyone know that it's a deli is relocating from, from one <laughs> shopping center to the other, and that is a story no different than the story would be in the Desert Sun, as an example, or for the gentleman who owns the candle shop. Uh, if he's coming into the city for the first time, you would want a story to say, uh, we now have a new business in our city, uh, and, uh, and they're, you know, as opposed to uh, what I would consider a, an ad that, that, that the candle shop owner would say, we have a special discount that we're selling candles at 50% uh, off a retail price this week. But I, I would distinguish between the two, but but you would you would the story aspect or would, would as it would be in a newspaper. Uh, it, 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 it's it's journalistic as opposed to an advertisement within the, in the four corners of the newspaper. So can I just get because I'm trying to clear. So when I put like Eureka in. Um, we we discussed that, yeah. right? This, you, you thought that was an ad, even no, though it had. This is a story because oh. there's no offer. Okay. So that's that's a story. That's an announcement that Eureka came okay. to town. The minute so. you put a dollar and cent offer in, it's an ad. And and there's a big difference between a story and an ad. An mm -hmm. ad an ad has an offer. If you looked at, for instance, this one here, which I believe is the Esmeralda. They have three offers here with a price. That's that's an that's an ad. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to to, to to do it. And so the minute you put a dollar sign in, and and a lot of these aren't even in this town. These twenty these these twenty seven I have here, and others have have counted more. But the twenty seven I have here, a lot of these aren't even in Indian Wells. And so, they and so you can't. If it's got a dollar offer or it's got a discount to it, it's an ad. Could is there? We, is I'm sorry. But could could we, city manager, then, in trying to bring clarification for staff, uh, delineate exactly what is the difference and and define that? Okay. This is an ad, and it says, "Mr. Peabody said," uh, that when it when it is an offer to the public to come and purchase something that could be defined as an ad as opposed to it's it's a story it's an announcement so that so that staff is clarified on it that's I think, I think we could probably do that could we not that's exactly what we're hoping to do out of this discussion would, okay uh, would what but sorry. taking it one step further then if if one of the local businesses wanted to uh, entice people to come in Indian Wells residents get a 10% discount, that would be an ad. That'd be an ad. That would exactly. But on the, so let, let, let's, let me go down a couple of them, uh, examples, and let's talk about those in specific and, and uh, help us start shaping this. So I think the one you just said was an ad, um, but let's take the, uh, the candle shop again. So we just said that if he first came into the village, uh, we could announce there's a new candle shop opening and they have this kind of stuff going on. Please, you know, everybody should visit and check it out. That would be a story. 
um, you probably could go further if there was some sort of special event occurring there or he had some special person that was displaying something. You could do a story that um, Wade McKinney was showing really special candles in the, the shop um, as an event. Um, so let's go to something like Mother's Day. Or, excuse me, it's a deli hires a new chef. Perfect. Story. So that, that would be a story. So um, that good Hollywood sandwich I had the other day for uh, ten ninety five, that would be an ad. New chef story. So that would, that's helpful. So if you go to things like um, Mother's Day, because it's right here in front of me at the hotel. So uh, I'm sure all the hotels want us to say there's a Mother's Day event, but maybe what we do is shape uh, or I'm asking, this is a question, um, perhaps we shape into, um, you know, an article about what's exciting going on in Indian Wells for Mother's Day. And there may be Mother's Day events at every restaurant or, you know, every <laughs> hotel. And, and, set, and in that, so if that was an <coughs> article about Mother's Day um, and, and what great opportunities were, could you say, that at the Hyatt, it was $30 a head. At the, you know, um, It's a Deli, it was, you know, $27, whatever. The how about, how about well, the problem with that is the minute you put a dollar number, and I'll give you a classic example. This one here is Vicky's and Frank's Place. In Vicky's, they put a dollar price. In Frank's Place, they made an announcement, no price. So it's very clear that Vicky's, is advertising and trying to sell something at $75 a person. The one on Frank's Place is an announcement. It has no price offer. It has no discount. That's, that really is the difference. The minute you put a price or a discount, it's an ad. Right. Now, I, under, I, I, think, I think I'm beginning to understand that as an individual, so the one you just said, Vicky's. But what if um, we combine those, like I used the Mother's Day example, what if our article was about mothers? Because people are going to be interested in that that price. You know, you know, our our own residents, me right. taking Cheryl out, is going to be interested in, you know, is that thirty five dollars or ten dollars or whatever. So if it was an article about Mother's Day and we mentioned all of the places that we knew about in Indian Wells, and because I, I like doing it about Indian Wells, but I have a question about that. Remind me. Um, could, could those then say Don Diego's is this, Hyatt's this, Mary Monty's is that, and this is, and if you had something else that you were talking about that experience, you were going to have jazz and champagne for Mother's Day, maybe, maybe, maybe it's part of it is the way we craft these articles so they're not an ad where we're saying go to the Hyatt for Mother's Day for $32. Uh, we talk about Mother's Day as a whole and then list prices. Would that work? Yeah, that, that could work. That's, that's a determination, really, of, of Can you. And yeah, well, we're just trying to get your advice minute, on the it. the minute, if, if you don't treat everybody the same, in other words, if you name every hotel and every restaurant in the town Mother's Day, you could do that. that I don't think anybody would complain. But the problem is the minute you start segregating and treating one person different than another, then you've got a serious problem. We have a serious problem right now because this has been going on for seven or eight years. 
and people have absolutely gotten a benefit that nobody else got. So we're trying to cure this problem as well as raise additional capital. This is a problem, and, it's a, and I'm surprised it hasn't been brought up before, because there's no question it's been to the detriment of some retailers and to the advantage of other retailers. So what we're trying to say is, is let's treat everybody fairly. And if it's an ad with an offer and a discount in it, then it's an ad. If it's, if it's an announcement, like Delhi moved across the street or Eureka opened, that's fair. That's totally fair because that's newsworthy. Okay. Well, I think Mr. we're getting that. Mr. Sorry. Mr. Delaney has a... uh, This is like uh, attending a session on how to build a bridge and we haven't decided if we need a bridge. Uh, what, what I'm basically saying is you take a look at the history of our newsletter, you take a look at the history of Indian Wells, what we've done with our newsletter, we've carried out the municipality responsibility to encourage people to participate in events that are recognized by the city, that are sponsored. You pick out some of these here and you talk about the sizable amount of money that we give to them. Well, in fact, they give back to the city, which we've turned over to the residents, all of the proceeds from that. And what I'm trying to get across here, that if we all of a sudden now insert a policy uh, that puts into conflict our hotels, puts into conflict ourselves, puts into conflict our merchants, and on down the line, uh, we're wrecking a good thing. What we have is, let me finish. What we have is a good thing. If the issue is equity, I think the way to create an equal environment is to do exactly what we said earlier, I said earlier, and it's an idea that Mr. Hansen came up with, is we create an insert. But we don't create all of a sudden the aura of the reason why we want to create more revenue for the city. We don't need more revenue in this city. Would revenue be nice? Yes. <clears throat> but how much have we had as surpluses down through the years? And, and you know, uh, it, it's just crazy to be all of a sudden changing things that are working and making them. We call this thing, this city, uh, you know, as, as, as being an ideal place to live in. And what you're ready to do is roll the hand grenade down 111 that's going to blow us all apart. That's my attitude. If you want advertising for the merchants, welcome them to it. The control aspect, you pointed out a very good thing. If you add a price, who knew that? I didn't know that. If you add a price, then it goes into an advertising. Well, that's something that we can control as we put out our newsletter. Instead of creating a policy that's so rigid, uh, that nobody is going to welcome it at all. I have to address this once again. We need revenue. And to say we don't need revenue in this city, I just don't understand. If, if you don't think we need revenue, then I would strongly suggest you look at the capital expense requirements of this city over the next 10 years, and you will find that we have a shortfall. So... I wish we wouldn't say we don't need revenue, because we do. Secondly, you're not addressing the issue of the people sitting in this room who have been, pardon the expression, screwed for the last eight years because certain people have gotten free advertising and other people have gotten nothing. 
Well, I'm pushing to give them free advertising. We're not disagreeing on that. You know what? I think it's time to break. I didn't see these public request forms for speakers, and I think it's time to let speakers address. This is Mayor. Yes. Before we do that, could I make one comment? Absolutely. Going back to what we were just talking about prior to Mr. Mulaney's comments, Mr. McKinney, you brought up Mother's Day as an example. I'm just wondering how slippery this slope is that we're going down, because I just made a list. You've got Easter, Father's Day, Mother's Day, Turkey Day, Christmas, New Year's. You've got all these days when our restaurants would probably want to try to package something together. And at what point, where are we going to draw this line? Pretty soon, because of the way these are spread out, you're going to have inserts that are going to be free to address just these kinds of things or whatever, or articles. The whole newsletter would be articles. So I think we just need to be a little bit careful. I appreciate what we're trying to do. I think the direction, the discussion is healthy. The direction is something that is to be determined when we get done with all this and have some comments. But I just wonder if that slope isn't a little bit slippery when we start talking about all of these special event days that the restaurants and so forth would want. And then you can all just throw another one in. Then you have Cinco de Mayo. Well, that affects probably one or two restaurants in town and not others. So are they going to get free advertising for that? I don't know where the line is, the fine line. I don't know where we draw it right yet. Let me comment on that, Ted. For me, as it relates to your statement, I would welcome the opportunity to tell stories about every one of those days. I mean, to the extent that, see, because I come from it from a promotional aspect. The more we can promote the businesses in our city, the better off we are. Of course, we survive on tax dollars only. And to the extent that we can draw more business into the city, increase the tax, their revenue to increase our taxes, we're better off. So I would be in favor of telling a story about Cinco de Mayo and having businesses that are having some kind of event for Cinco de Mayo, Mother's Day, Easter, Fourth of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, because at that point you're generating interest and hopefully generating more business for everyone. So more of those kinds of events and days that we can have that we could advertise and do it from a story aspect but include all of the businesses would be good for us. I don't disagree. I just have visions of, let's just take an example of, I don't know, Mother's Day. And let's say that every restaurant wants to participate in Mother's Day. That's fine. So we have a list of, I don't know, 10, 15, six restaurants that want to participate. Now you've got half a dozen merchants that want to offer specials for Mother's Day, the card shop or whatever they want to do. And I think if we're going to include one, we have to include all. That's the only fair way to do it. So what Nancy then has to do is probably we'd have to hire an assistant to go out and list all these days, have her go out to the merchants, to the commercial entities within the city, and find out who's going to be wanting to participate in this article. Well, you weren't here for the meeting. I watched it. Did you? I asked Nancy the same question because I was concerned about staffing. What she told us at the time, and she could reiterate that today if she wanted to, is that no, she would not need to add staffing to it. So 
there's not going to be any additional personnel cost. In fact, as I recall, there was not going to be any additional cost at all in doing this. It would be a revenue generator uh, for the city to cover the cost not only of printing and publishing uh, the newsletter, but it would cover a portion of the total cost of the publication itself. I understand that, and I appreciate that, and I did watch that council meeting, by the way. My only concern is that now we're adding some additional uh, qualifications and some additional work in terms of soliciting, uh, you know, people who want to participate and so forth. And I just don't want to burden Nancy or any other staff member um, without at least us being aware of what we're, what we're, we're doing. We're, you, you and I are in agreement on that. We don't want to, but of course, at least her thoughts at the time was that people would be coming to her and that they would not have to go out to anyone. If I could add one, yes. just yes. quick things just to add to the conversation. Uh, one, I think those are wonderful points, and I think we were working from the premise, as Councilmember Hansen just said, that this would be something that would be the responsibility of others to bring to us, so we wouldn't go looking for Mother's Day opportunities. We would create an article, and people would bring them to us. The second thing on that business thing, just keep in mind, uh, it's easy for us to get to thinking about that our, rest, our restaurants or the candle shop or our businesses, depending on how we define business, uh, there's uh, real estate offices and medical offices and professional offices. We have people with business licenses that they pay here that are from outside the city. We have, you know, people with physical businesses here, landscaping. You know, so to the as you do a free ad, we would end up with a directory. You, you can't really go there. It would then you would muddle it down so much that no ad would have any value. You really are trying to concentrate. And as Councilmember Hansen, if you look at those, you know, not that everybody doesn't produce generate revenue in some fashion for us, but obviously the retail, the restaurant, those are the things that we're trying that we have in our mind that we're pushing. But that definition of business is very broad. You're right. Um, again, I'm going to break now and hear from our uh, public, Don Baker, I believe. Is it Baker? The candle There's shop. There's no ER on here. <laughs> thank you. Sorry, ship's not my long suit. <laughs> well, thank you again for, uh, for seeing us and allowing us. As you can see that... Um, we do have a concern because uh, most of us are here, and you know we um, and we consider that corner a destination corner, whether it's on the north side or the south side. And frankly, uh, you know, and just listening to to everyone talk here, and it reminds me. And no offense to anybody, but it kind of reminds me of uh, of a lion. You know, a lion lays and will not chase rabbits and squirrels because he knows if he caught every one he chased, he'd still starve to death. So he saves his energy for big things like a water buffalo and an antelope, you know. <laughs> so that being said, I think generally speaking, if I could speak for most of us, we, we, we agree with uh, Mr. Mullaney in, in a lot of ways. I, I, I think what, if you, if you took all that rhetoric and boiled it down for us, what, what we want is Shop where you live. Shop in the city. Whether it's in the east side of the city or the west side of the city. We want people to shop in the city. Whatever it is. And if you, however you promote that is good. It doesn't matter whether we, uh, now, 
obviously uh, our first read on looking at um, the ads and things. We feel in our in our little center, we feel like we've been trod upon unmercifully, you know, over a long period of time. And that's uh, not that you're particularly concerned about our little feelings, but we are, our feelings are hurt, you know. So we uh, we want uh, to get back on track. And to me, if you get back on track, what you're really saying is promote city businesses. However you do that, and I, I I know you you know you can come up with a lot of reasons where you can go down a slippery slope or whatever. I get that, but generally speaking, what you really want to do is just you want people look. This is a great city. We got great businesses in it. Shop where you live. That's what we want people to do. There's a, it's a destination area uh, on both ends. On 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 the east end, you got a destination area of, uh, of hotels and. Spas and nice things. On the west side, you got retailers, and, and we got just about everything in this city that somebody would want. We just want them to shop where they live. That's the deal. How do you promote that? But I think you can promote it with no legal problems. I don't think there'll be any issues. You don't have, in my opinion, not that mine matters any more than and then and then the attorney, but you, you don't get in any trouble. But uh, not allowing somebody outside the city. It's a city newsletter. You can promote the city and the people in it. That's what we're asking you to do. Promote us. Promote all of us and however you do it. Now, I can tell you that um, our landlords have been working with us uh, more and more all the time. They've, they've uh, attain, uh, retained a, a top-notch PR firm that's, uh, and through this, through this season, we're going to have a, a, a big event once a month. And I think what we asked you for before was to help us in the first one because that's when we want, we think, to have a grand reopening of the center. And that, I think that plays well. We can have newspapers. We can promote both sides of the center. I mean, both sides of the street there. Because it's been, it's obviously been a mess. It's going to be beautiful. Everything's going to be fine. But what we want is to really kick this thing into gear. And if we can get some city help to promote that first part of it to get going. And I know it's, uh, it's Kitchen Kitchen's 34th anniversary. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. It's, uh, it's my second, so I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'll never catch her. I won't live long enough to be that, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. But what we're going to do is we're going to try to do everything we can. Our landlord is working with us on that issue. We, we're, we're doing the things we need to do to really get promoted on that end. But what we're asking you to do, just promote it to shop where you live. That's it. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well spoken. Uh, next is uh, Lori Harrison. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Uh, Karen Shear. Thank you for hearing me out. Um, I think the past is the past. We have to go in the future. I agree with Patrick. I think a suggestion is maybe doing a pamphlet saying family owned operations in Indian Wells, come visit us, maybe like a Yellow Pages or something, an insert that the homeowner can take out to show, I mean, that would not cost a lot. I think you guys can handle it. But giving a list, um, because I know now that I've moved across the street, a lot of the Indian Wells customers didn't even know that that shopping center existed. Mm -hmm. So I think it can be done very easily. 
um, just to advertise the businesses that are family-owned retail businesses. And I think that would help all of us. I think they would agree on that. Make it simple. And just insert it. Does anybody have any comments? How has your business uh, functioned since you moved across the street? Wonderful. Good. Thank you for asking. So I've been very pleased. It, it hasn't been a tough transition? No. No, my customers followed me. It's That's just what amazing. I yeah. The how many did know just across the street that there were other businesses there. So other businesses have picked up because of the deli moving across the street. Oh. So that's a good thing. But I think all in all, you've got a lot of family businesses here, which is very unusual in Indian Wells. And how you couldn't say, we're happy to have all these family-owned businesses and set it up that way. Hmm. Interesting concept, because like where you move, there are a lot that are not family-owned. Right. And I would just go with the family-owned businesses and, and go from there, and I think that would settle a lot of the problems. And people can see there's a frame place, there's a candle place, there's restaurants in both shopping centers. Um, that, to me, would work. So I hope okay. that kind of... It's a thought. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Um, Andy Elchek. Good morning. Andy Ilchuk, Indian Well. <clears throat> Having read uh, the policy and about three years of these newsletters, it's way too much for me to deal with in three minutes. So I'd like to just, uh, my position is focused primarily on the use of public funds and fairness. And after reading this and there's some key words, I, I love this, allowable non-paid promotion. That reads to me, give public funds to the handpicked few. Code word for that. The staff, in essence, is recommending that the city continue the, as I read the, the policy, unfair discrimination practice of using taxpayer dollars to provide free advertising to the selective group, which is the ones that we've seen listed here. Um, they're all great groups, but why do they get free public funds or a gift of public funds while these folks who contribute to the tax toll don't? So I think it's a matter of fairness, and I think we haven't really dealt with that. Uh, if we give it all free, then that's great. But if you're going to say we're going to give it free to only a few, then I think you're discriminating. And I think you have to give that some thought. I don't think we want to discriminate in the city of Indian Wells. And I think we've been doing it. And when it comes to ads, what's an ad, what's not an ad? Mother's Day at Esmeralda, the Hoochie Coochie massage for $150 is an ad. A big event for Mother's Day at, at Hyatt, that's public interest. But when you start putting, and by the way, in those ads, there, it doesn't mention discounts for the, for the residents, not the ones I've read anyway. But you've got to give that some thought. I think we're discriminating, and we shouldn't do that. Thanks, Andy. I have no other blue forms. Does anyone else wish to speak? You're welcome to. Jackie. 
Good morning. Jackie Bradley, Indian Wells. I'm sorry I was late, so I've missed quite a bit of this. I had another commitment. But um, I guess what bothers me is that we've always, and especially you, Mary, have always been so generous with the residents, trying to make sure that the residents get lots of little goodies, you know, that are unique to Indian Wells only. And yet we're so afraid to reach out to the businesses in our very, very small community um, who I'm sure desperately could use the help, especially after all the construction that's gone on. And these are taxpayers. I mean, they generate tax for the city of Indian Wells. And so I just, I feel, I, I feel badly sometimes because I feel they are discriminated against. And when I get my newsletter, I do notice that there are certain people over and over again who are basically getting free advertising and others who are not given the opportunity. Thank you. All right, uh, Jackie, we're going to need the blue form filled out. Oh, thanks. Anyone else? All right, council, uh, where do we go from here? Who wants to start? Mr. Hansen, it's time for you to move staff's recommendation on item number three. What does that mean? That means uh, she would uh, do the uh, uh, create the insert for advertising. All right. That's what she recommended. One. Well, she's seeking policy direction on the following uh, four different items. I don't know that she has a specific, unless you've got a different uh, book than I do. It, it says item all, all, all four all four of them. That's why I said number three. Only only that. Only number three. Which is what you're providing saying. Providing an insert for advertising purposes. Is that the one, Doug? That's eight page during season. Yeah, eight page during season and uh, four page uh, a two page insert. Um, Well, the only thing that it doesn't contain in your motion. I beg your pardon? Would it's not contain in your motion. It, is that your selection? And perhaps maybe many others. Yeah. But uh, what what's the details on it? Yeah, I think you have to add a little to it. Yeah, you well, do. So I, what your I think motion I, is saying to allow advertising. That's number one. But number two, we have to do the policy on all four directions that she needs to go forward with that. I would, I would, I would leave it up to staff to uh, delineate. I'm sure the city manager he came up with some good ideas this morning. For us to sit here and try to delineate every aspect of the advertising program, you think we can do that, city manager? Uh, I think your discussion was excellent this morning uh, so far, and let me let me just uh, walk through uh, a series of questions and let's see how close we get to. Uh, consensus or, or unanimous agreement. One, I think we agreed, uh, or I think the discussion was leading to, we do want to include advertising in the newsletter. That was my motion. Uh, is that everybody shake? There has not been a second, but I'll let's second go it. forward. I'll second it. There's so no so if you establish that, then I could start asking for All some right, definitions. Then we'll take a vote on allowing that's no, we, really we, hard. That's too open-ended. Now, we are, now we, are, we are at the discussion period of the motion. 
Well, let, let's. And maybe we can pin this down. We could narrow it a little. Let's yeah. start with the first thing um, in terms of advertising. Let's say that in our first discussion, we're talking about an insert that would allow advertising. And I'm going to caveat this, which would require an addition to the procedures I think I heard from you of Indian Wells businesses. And I'd like you to define if that means their physical location or they have a business license in Indian Wells. Well, I think there's this two things. Somebody said the priority. So let's say Nancy has four pages. Okay. If she can sell all four pages to just Indian Wells businesses, that should be the priority. Ah, and so then preference? If she can, and then if she has to sell ads outside to fill it, covering Ted's thing about concerns about selling it, then she has the option to go outside once she's seen whether the Indian Wells resident, I mean, okay. businesses. Okay, so, so, so before so you an, get it, to... It is a priority-based advertising system for Indian Wells res, uh, businesses as opposed to an exclusivity. Right, so before you get to the advertising, before we agree that we're even going to do advertising, is that okay with everybody that Indian Wells gets a preference rather than exclusivity. Yes? Yes. Well, but I'm, I'm not overwhelmed with the charge aspect of it. Well, we haven't got there yet. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. But are you okay with Indian Wells' preference rather than exclusivity? Yes. No, I want it to be Indian Wells. Okay. But, okay, we'll, we're going to vote on it anyway. So, right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, pardon. Is the preference... Okay with you? A priority system for Indian Wells businesses. Right, okay. So that, that is uh, a four to one in your kind of discussion. So then secondly, about that same issue, is this would be the eight-page, four-page newsletter with up to a four-page insert on different paper. Right. It's number three. Number three. Right. Everybody, three. Everybody's nodding that. So then the final one of that would be whether that is paid or free advertising. That's what you're asking, Councilmember Mullaney? Right, and, and my recommendation would be let's run it for a year free. We pick up the cost, see how it goes, and make a determination after that year. Mechanically, um, one of the difficulties about free is it doesn't shake out its own priority. And so if we have, I don't know how many businesses, but I think the chamber said it was 290-some businesses. You can't. You, there, it, absolutely no. I mean, Patrick, I understand where you're coming from, and it, it's a nice gesture. But you, we would have to print 10 pages. Maybe more. Uh, or more. And then we would have to control the size of every ad because, obviously, everybody would want it free. I would suggest just, just walk up and down the streets. Who is everybody? We don't have that many businesses. Well, yes, we do. I mean, but not in the hundreds. I would suggest as part of business. I would suggest as part of this, you adopt Nancy's pricing sheet, which she had given us before, and you adopt the policies and procedures that's in that's in here as part of that. In addition, we would add a preference policy to that list. Correct. And then this is the policy and procedures with that. That's correct. So the last thing that you're stuck with is, is how do you treat number, th number three and number four, number two. Before you go to those, let me ask you a couple of questions of those. But before you go to those, on the actual pricing, if we go with the 86% uh, thing, 
that Nancy had outlined, that allows us to modify that page price as printing and all those things happen. So we wouldn't come back for a change from 794 to 793 to 796. So policy-wise, if you just adopt number three, that will set your rate for you, and we won't have to fiddle okay. with individual dollar numbers. It gives them the flexibility. Yeah, that's right. fine. And that's what staff needs. I mean, you can't. On the, on the number two item, if we could uh, talk with that, so we're, we're gearing in on something. Uh, on the number two item, that was one of those that you really are going to have to struggle a little bit um, because part of those things in reading these as a newcomer to Indian Wells, they help us create our brand. So when you're talking about town hall meetings, that sort of is you guys. Number I, two is uh, direction on allowable non-paid promotions in right. the city newsletter. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, um, several meetings back, Councilmember Hansen made a really good point on this, which you could, uh, I think, bring into this. And that is, uh, I think it was specifically with the town hall, we hadn't been taking credit in our contribution to those agencies for advertising. So when we uh, are, uh, let's say, um, sponsoring or co-sponsoring or helping the Indian Wells Art Festival, we should get credit, if you even agree to this, but we should get credit, I think was your point, that whatever the value, like Councilmember Peabody pointed out earlier, of us mentioning those items, because clearly our residents are going to be interested in an Indian Wells Art Festival, so you're going to want to have an article there. And we can make an article that doesn't include a price, and then we're calling that just an article, not an ad. If they wanted to put an ad in that says, come on down for 15 bucks, Exactly. They buy that. Exactly. So they could have their announcement. So when we promote the lineup of Desert Hall, we're saying these are the speakers. We're not saying it's $25 or $100 or whatever. We're saying Town Hall is a really great thing in any wells. Here's the speakers. So I think that this number two may work for us if we don't include the dollar. That, that's the key. Mm -hmm. That's the key. That is the key. So. Okay, so then if we talked about number three, I think we were sort of on a similar vein. You know, some of this, I think we're hearing your message pretty loud and clear. Article versus straight ad. Um, in the article, we can talk about some sort of new enhancement at the Hyatt where they put in a really cool fountain and everybody ought to look at it, or there's a great new line of candles in the candle shop. We can't say they're $72. So that we would continue our strategic partnerships if we did something like Mother's Day and we did an article about Mother's Day is a great opportunity and these 17 events are happening in town, that would be an article. If we have Mother's Day at um, Don Diego's for 1795, that's an ad. an ad. Or if I may, uh, Mr. City Manager, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. I mean, they could have a little clip at part of their ad on Mother's Day, you know. Uh, come to Don Diego's and we'll give you 10% off on Mother's Day, special. Or the candle shop maker, whatever, uh, he could do the same thing. Or the spa, when you're talking about the spa, but you could say, bring your coupon, you know, for a 20% 
discount in a, you know, for the spa as part of the, that would be the advertising part. Right, right. It's a separate part I, of the I, I uh, right. certainly am understanding. I wanted to check And, and, and it, what it does, and I, I, I mentioned this, it keeps, I think, by doing the insert, uh, it keeps the integrity of the magazine, the, the artistic, uh, journalistic quality that Pat and Mary were concerned about at the last meeting, and which I agree with. I mean, th this magazine has won awards, as I understand it, and yes. we don't want to affect that. So by doing the insert, giving the people like the, the opportunity, yeah. you can, they, it's a throwaway, mm -hmm. and yeah. then you've got yeah, the artistic, journalistic quality of the magazine. Right. <laughs> so maybe in terms of my question about preferences on business and the definition of business, maybe... Um, the way we solve my question would be three-tier. I know you're, you're still want exclusivity. I'm not ignoring that at all. But if you had, if you had, the tier one is if you have a physical location in Indian Wells. Tier two is if you have a, a business license in Indian Wells. Tier three would be all others. Is if you're mm -hmm. outside, right? Is there That's a, a way um, of, of incorporating? On Pier One, the family-owned businesses. I mean, I, you know, we had a good point there. That, I think uh, it is a good point, and I, I guess I'm going to defer to Steve. But it will be hard for us to manage to make sure it's a family. You know, are we going to check some real ownership, and do we uh, end up getting into some argument with the guy next door that says, uh, "I've got a corporation, but I own the business, but it's not family-owned yeah, because yeah, there's three owners." You know, that won't, just won't work. I mean, you can't manage it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want to turn us into okay. Uh, okay. public safety. You're in the right. So I think that uh, if you talk of all those pieces then, we're talking about advertising with the insert and a preference with the remaining policies that we had developed uh, for you. We're talking about the 86% cost structure, which would then translate to a rate Whatever that covers uh, our costs of operation. We're talking about articles, not ads. We're talking about not putting in prices in number two and three. And we can do uh, overall articles on particular event kinds of things. We could say Fourth of July and any wells is going to be really great at these ten locations. Uh, and lastly, uh, now that we're that far along, if we have a four-page newsletter, and I know Ty has mentioned a number of times that Don Diego's would buy a full ad, full-page ad, so that takes one off the plate. Uh, on an ongoing basis, you know, if they want to buy it for a period of time, which is usually what you do in buying ad space, whether it's a one-time shot or an uh, overall shot, and we haven't brought that up, but I think that needs to be looked at, that... Uh, do you let those that are um, in the door first, in a sense, monopolize the ad space? Well, I think uh, for our, we're going to, we're trying to ease staffing. Uh, so we're going to go, I would expect that we would go first come, first serve, and we would look for a long-term advertising. We don't, we're not going to sell these each month because that is staffing. You got to commit to us for a right. year or you something. That and it, could, um, and it could go beyond four pages. In other words, if Nancy comes back and she's got six pages of ads, yeah, we're not going to turn money away. <laughs> 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 
Oh, what a terrible problem to have. I don't know. You know, I'm not in the advertising business, but it just comes to mind that if, you know, if one entity buys one quarter of the four pages, how, you know, how do you? We would only buy, Don Diego's would only buy a half a page. Okay, a half a page. So one-eighth of the space. One business is buying one-eighth of the space. If we ran into that problem, we could just extend, you know, that would be a great problem because then it's going to be covering our costs and maybe going the other direction. And we could keep you advised of that. I can see a great profit center within our city emerging here as a result of this discussion. Well, that's where I'm going. Indian Wells, the advertising city of the valley. It'll be a great competition to the Desert Sun. Oh, too bad. Nobody's here. Could we do it off of his motion? I'm coming back to the motion in just a second. I believe, predicated on the questions that the city manager has asked, the answers that he's received from council, I think staff has adequate direction in the area of number two and three. I believe that I feel comfortable. I feel far more comfortable with where we are now than when we started. I would like to ask the maker of the motion to consider amending the motion to provide for the, we would continue this for three newsletters, and after which time we would take a survey of the residents. Because I've heard a lot of people say they don't want to see advertising in the newsletter. And I'd like to see a survey of the residents, as well as a report back from staff as to how this has really played out for us, rather than commit to it for adding. The only problem, I would suggest, Ted, that you take it at least through the season, so people who are advertising can make a commitment at the end of May. Three months, Ted, is just not enough. I understand what you're saying now. You've got to go until next April, May. If you take it through the season, the survey that I would like to see conducted would have to be of the residents and have to be when residents are around. We always get criticized for taking surveys with people in the middle of summer when nobody's here. And I think April, I would agree with that, but April would be a sufficient time. You take it through April, you do the survey, and that gives everybody the... I have no problem amending the motion if it extends to April. Okay. Which is six months. Six months, and then we would do a survey. Yeah, yeah. And then we get a report back from staff. Is it six months or eight? Well... How fast can you can't get this up and running until... I think you specifically say next April. Yeah, I'm thinking. You mean for November? It won't start in November. Probably not. So... My goal is to start it December 1st. December 1st. December 1st. We'll do a six-month. And note that we can do a survey online through our large email database so that if they have already left, we still have access to them. Um, so we've done that as well. We've done consensus with postcards and emails. I, I would just feel more comfortable. So I would amend, amend my motion as uh, uh, to, to uh, as, as suggested by uh, Councilmember Mertens to uh, implement this for a six-month period, which time staff would come back and report to the council on the success or failure of the program. 
Uh, Would you seconder of the motion? Second that. I'll second that. Would you like us to clean all these things up that you just said yes. and bring it to a regular council meeting and you could adopt this? I mean, we want your motion so that you're directing us. Do you want to see this again at, why? A, at a council why? meeting? You're going to write the policy why once we have Well, you're going to staff I'm, I'm, we, Because you, you wrote some things. I mean, we have written things uh, now today. I just want to make sure that you're okay if, if I'm, I'm okay going to with what you said as a maker of the motion. You called me the maker of the motion? No, or you? I'm okay. the maker of the motion, and I agree with everything you said. Okay, so it, I just want to make sure everybody's good, then. This is a decision on it, and I'll wrap that up. I think document. I, th I, I think it would be appropriate to have the final document, uh, not only for ourselves, but for the businesses and everybody else. This will delay it. Well, he can finish it. Uh, uh, he can give us a final. We don't want to have to. Nancy can start implementing it immediately, uh, whether we put it on, you know, where, whether we see the final document at all uh, or not. As, as, as long as the council does not have to rule on every item in the no. document that staff comes back with. We've given staff direction, I well, think. That's true. We have given staff direction, but generally when we give staff direction, they bring us back the finished product and then we approve You'll, you'll see it in your product. mailbox. <laughs> so it, we, we can do that. If you want to just adopt it, we'll clean it. I mean, you have had a lot of good discussions. So we'll clean it up and return it to you, or if you would rather, we'll clean it up and bring it back to a council. What do you meeting. feel more comfortable doing, Mr. City Manager? Well, it's always uh, it's a loaded question there. If you see exactly what you approved, then I know for sure I got it. I'm pretty sure that on the notes and the discussion, we got it. So I feel really confident with what you've done today. Um, so I could live either way. Obviously, one is way more conservative than the other. Yeah, but that being said, uh, we're creating policy. I think it would be good to see the final. Okay. Well, I, but I think, you know, because I'm not going to be here at the next council meeting. So, and, and we've got, she's got a deadline of December 1st. So we at least ought to approve his motion with the caveat that, that, that it comes back to just approve the policy. Not, we've already voted that we're going to do the advertising. We've already voted that, that, that the policies and procedures that, manual is That hard. works. That works really good. If we're just talking about policy under number four, that we would bring that back on the November 7th meeting. The other items, one, two, three, would be done today. So we already have direction on those in policy. Then the actual written out policies, which would then include what you see today, plus the preference items, would come back on the 7th. Okay, call for the question. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Carries unanimously. I can trust this. <laughs> I never know what you're going to say. Well, and vice versa. Well, that's, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty consistent on my, I usually write it before I get there. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes we haven't seen it. And there are other times okay, when that hasn't, that hasn't been true. You now, I gotta get back to business. I gotta go take a break. It's gonna make you look, but I gotta take a break from it. I have, I have gotta close a loan by tomorrow. I think we got it. That's good. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you. 
At this point, uh, we're moving to number five, which is closed session. So at this point, uh, I will adjourn to a special um, to, uh, we will go into closed session. Yeah. I'm not adjourning the meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.